You're listening to the Business Simplified Podcast and on today's episode, we're going to talk about making your goals, your dreams and everything you need to happen in your business actually happen this year. So let's do the intro and let's get started. Hi, I'm Tracy Leake and I've been at every stage of small business from struggling through to success. For the last 15 years, I've been coaching small business owners to have more profit with less stress in their business. This podcast is the how for business. So grab a cuppa and let's get started. Welcome to the Business Simplified Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Business Simplified Podcast. And before I get started on today's topic about making things happen this year, I just wanted to apologize for the little gap in the podcast that we've had just over the last couple of weeks. Um, just dealing with some family stuff. My mum hasn't been well and to be honest, it was just a little overwhelming and just like you, I also get overwhelmed. We're going to talk about overwhelm a little bit today in today's episode as well. Um, So just as a little heads up, for the next month or two, just while we're trying to get things sorted, I'm going to go back to just one podcast a week and then once we get back into a rhythm, then I'll take it back up to two. And I suppose that's a little lesson for you just here and now is to understand that sometimes when there's a lot going on, something's got to give and you don't have to stop or completely ditch everything on your plate, but sometimes you just need to pull back a little bit and understand where your value set is at. So I'm absolutely sure that you understand this and I've still got some great stuff to bring to you. I feel like I'm a little behind because I've still got some great compilation episodes to get out to you. So maybe that's the goal for February is to get those out to you. But as I said, just once a week we'll be coming out over the next couple of uh, months just whilst we get things sorted and then I'll certainly go back to two a week. I've got some great interviews lined up. I've got some great content for you. So Stick around, you might be hearing me a little less, but at the same time, that doesn't mean the value's not there. So today I wanted to talk to you about making it happen. And I know in January we were talking a lot about things that you can do to make 2021 a great year for you and for your business. Sometimes we've got to put all of that together and actually make it happen. Because have you ever noticed how easy it is to sit down and write goals and dreams and work out plans but it's another thing to actually implement them. And this is why oftentimes I talk about the how of business because sometimes I find that's actually what's missing for a lot of people. You have a lot of coaches and consultants and thought leaders out there and everyone will talk about mindset. And don't get me wrong, mindset is absolutely vital to your business, how you're thinking and what you're doing. But at the same time, sometimes we need some practical tips of how to take those mindset things that are happening and to actually implement them into our business or how do we overcome those challenges and the first one that I think is the absolute killer in your business is overwhelm and I just explained that to you I'm talking really raw from experience right now is is that I've just been in a period of overwhelm so what is overwhelm really you've had the feeling just like I have when there's just too much going on and in fact I think of it a bit like we're all carrying around a bucket And sometimes it's when our bucket is overflowing. And it was actually Craig, my brother, that actually gave me a really good concept of that when I was talking about the bucket and overflowing because my bucket was completely overflowing and I was pretty good about it. You know, I was laughing about things that most people would be crying about. Um, I was certainly handling taking on more and more. I had my moments. But the funniest thing is he said, 
it's funny because once your bucket's overflowing, it's kind of like, oh, well, whatever, it's overflowing. I can't contain the water in my bucket, so I'll just keep going along. I think the dangerous part of overwhelm, as Craig had said, was when your bucket's nearing full. So you're still trying to control it from overflowing. So you're in that mode where your bucket's almost full, so you're feeling extremely overwhelmed, but it's not yet overflowing. So it's like that last centimetre of the bucket where you're just trying to hold it in the bucket. Or better still, you know, when you've got water right to the edge of a bucket or a cup and it almost has that bubble up effect and you can see that it's just holding on and just one more drop is going to break that bubble skin and it's going to overflow. I think that's where we've got to be really careful. So there's a couple of things you can do when you're feeling overwhelmed. And if you want to make your goals happen this year, if you're trying to stretch out of your comfort zone, then you're absolutely going to get to a feeling of overwhelm at some stage throughout this year. And there's a couple of things you can do. The first one is, is don't carry around just one bucket. And I have to tell you, in all honesty, that's what I have been doing for the last month or so. I've just been putting everything into the one bucket and it's really heavy, okay? So we have to almost compartmentalize our business and our lives and everything that's going on. Imagine you had an actual bucket and you filled it with water. And so, you know, you might be carrying around a 20 litre bucket. That's like carrying around an extra 20 kilos. Well, that gets heavy. You know, if you're carrying that around day in and day out, that actually gets heavy and that's what's going to tire you out and that's where you're going to get into that overwhelm. Overwhelm happens when you get to a point of fatigue um, where you can no longer cope. And remember, fatigue just doesn't mean tired. Sometimes fatigue is like decision-making fatigue, thinking fatigue, you know, just keeping all the balls in the air fatigue. So if you're putting everything into one bucket, it's really heavy. But imagine if instead of carrying around one 20-litre bucket, you could actually carry around four 5-litre buckets. Well, it's easier because you won't carry all of the buckets at any point in time. You just pick up the two buckets that you need at a given point in time and take them and you leave the other two buckets behind. So it's kind of thinking in that analogy, the same way you have to think about what's going on for you. You know, so I often will write a to-do list, but I will separate it out. So I do a data dump list. I put everything onto that page that needs to happen. And then I'll pull out the things that just need to happen today. I don't carry around all of the other stuff. Like even though I know I need to do paperwork or I've got to follow someone up or there's things that need to be done, but they're things for next week, I've got to put them aside. I've got to take them out of my mind. So it's like leaving that bucket behind. It's not that they've just been dumped. It's not like you've just poured the water down the drain. No, no, the bucket's there and it's got water in it and it's containing it. It's just sitting still for a little while. And so we just need to leave it behind. So if you're finding that you're getting overwhelmed, are you actually breaking down your to-do list? Are you breaking down all of the things that are on your mind and working out which things you need to carry today and which things you need to leave behind? There will always be a certain amount of things when you're in overwhelm that you're worrying about and you don't have control on those things. They're not things that are important to you or they are important but you can't change them. And these are the things we've got to let go. You know, it's, it's the old, you know, let it go, you know, with everybody's seen that movie. Hopefully you've seen, you know, the Disney movie of, you know, let it go. But that's kind of a bit of an, a theme song for business. 
You've got to let things go. And when they're things that are out of your control, that can be really difficult. And I don't know if you're like me, but I find that when it's those quiet times, you know, when you're just about to go to sleep or if you wake up in the middle of the night, when you're on your own and you're just thinking, it's those things that come into your head. It's those things that are actually going to cause you the issues and the problems moving forward. And so it's got to, you've got to learn how to let those things go so that they're not overwhelming you. And if you want to know what my big trick is, there's two big tricks I have. Well, actually, I have three. The first one is I go for a walk outside. And if I can, take my shoes off and walk in the ground, you know, walk on the grass. There's just something to be said about getting outside to let go of problems. And it's really simple. You just get up and go for a short walk. The other thing I do is I breathe. Have you, do you do this? Like if I get stressed, I hold my breath. I don't know why, but I hold my breath or I'm breathing really shallow. And so whenever things are starting to feel overwhelmed, I just stop, take a deep breath in on the count of six, hold it for six and then breathe out for six. And I do that six times. It takes two or three minutes to do, but it will calm everything. You know, as human beings, we just simply don't breathe in a way that actually allows us to calm and to fill our body with that oxygen to be able to proceed forward. The third thing to do is to go and do an activity that can take your mind off things, but at the same time can relax and calm you. Now, everybody does things differently. I know last week, um, Kate and I went to Brunswick Heads for our Christmas present and I had bought Kate a massage. We also did some other things while we were there as well. But, you know, Kate was talking about how amazing that massage was because it just allowed her to relax and to release some of the things that were on her mind. So going for a massage, I've told you that. Go for a float. Go to City Cave and go for a float or have an infrared sauna. Um, they cover all three of those things, so I'd absolutely do that. But, you know, other clients I have do weird things. I had a client who used to chop wood. Um, you might like to knit, you know, whatever it may be, but something that you can do an activity that actually calms you down and allows you to, to start stepping forward. This is probably going to be the biggest reason of why you're not going to achieve your goals this year. Most people think it's because people are lazy. No, if you're listening to this podcast, I doubt very much that you're lazy. I really, really doubt it because if you were lazy, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You'd go and listen to something else or you'd just be watching, you know, garbage on TV. You know, realize that you're here on this podcast because you are someone that wants to achieve. And that's what we need to do this year. We need to keep that forward focus of what's this all for? What are we doing this for? So every time you come across an obstacle or a hurdle, you're remembering why you're here, what it is that you're doing. The other thing is too, don't think that it's all about just obstacles and hurdles. Even though that's what I've talked about and overwhelm, this is usually the stuff that stops you. But you know what can also stop you is just not driving forward, not giving it your all. Uh, I'm sure I've talked about this before, but I love watching the block. And whenever they do a challenge, Scotty always says to them, treat the first hour of the challenge the same way as you would treat the last hour of the challenge. Because what most people do is they sort of get started and they go slowly and then at the end it's like this major rush. Imagine if you worked diligently all the way through. You paced yourself out. So it doesn't mean you've got to go flat stick for that first hour, but it means don't, don't be too lax. Get in there and start making it happen. Break down your year. What do you need to do this month, 
this week, today? How can you start working on it? You know, just a little bit every day, you'll see a big result by the end of the year. One of the favorite things I ever read was before I became a coach, I read in this book that it said, if just every week you're just 2% better than you were the week before, then by the end of the year, you're going to be more than 100% better or different than you were previously. It's not about making great big leaps. It's about how can you just do a little bit every day or a little bit every week and you'll see that result over time. And it's actually a compounding effect because if you get 2% better and then you get 2% better, it's on what you've already done. So you're going to get it and you're going to grow and it's a really good way of actually not only building your business but building yourself. So remember what is this all for and what can you do today to just be that little bit better. And doing that consistently will make it happen for you this year. So we've got to watch out for points where we can fall off the wagon, but we've also got to find ways of staying on the wagon of what we're doing. And keeping those goals and dreams at the forefront, you know, visualize them, put them on your fridge, cut out pictures. It may seem weird, but this stuff will actually help you. Another thing that can really help you is every day doing a gratitude list. Just stop. It can be as simple as one thing that you're grateful for, three things, five things, ten things. Pick the number that works for you, okay? Um, I like to write mine down because sometimes when I just say them in my head, it doesn't actually give me the feeling. But I might write down the things that I'm grateful for and every day look for three things that I'm grateful for. So no matter what's happening on the planet, no matter what's happening in my world, there's always something to be grateful for. And just that simple act of gratitude can put you in such a better frame of mind. The other thing to realize is, is when things are going, you know, just out of control for you, go and help someone. Go and help someone. You know, even if it's one of your team, if it's a family member, a friend, you know, a complete stranger. It can be the smallest of act. But if you do something to help others, it just takes the focus off yourself. And it refills you up. They say that charity is actually one of the most selfish things you can do because even though it's helping others, it's you that gets this massive feel-good factor from it. So are you utilizing that? Can you actually see moving forward that if you can actually help others, what that'll do for you? I always like to say, you know, it fills my bucket. I go and work with the client and I leave and I'm like, wow, I feel really good because I know that I added value. I know that I helped. And when I help them, it helps me. So what are you doing to top up your bucket in a good way? Even though we've used the bucket analogy for overwhelm, there's a good bucket, okay? We want that good bucket overflowing, okay? So let's really work on that. The biggest thing I've noticed over the last 15, 16 years of coaching is our reluctance to ask for help. And I know that I'm a complete and utter shocker at this. I usually take everything on. I try and be in control of things. I don't ask for help. I just keep putting things on my own, you know, to-do list and never asking for that help. And it's something that I think I need to learn, but I see it so much with other people around me. I do this activity when I'm doing team building activities and one of the lessons from it is, did anybody ask for help? And over the last 16 years of playing this game, which I've played thousands of times, not once has anyone ever asked for help in it. But if they asked for help, it would make it so much simpler. And it's so funny that we just don't ask for help. And I don't know why it is, and I'm not here to solve that problem today. 
But today I'd just say to you, are you asking for help to make your goals and dreams and the things you want to achieve in your business this year? Who can help you? Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. Sometimes it's a sign that you're actually really strong. One of the things that Kate often asks me is, what do you see for me that I can't see for myself? Because sometimes we're in it. You know, I'd say it's like we're in a box. We're in it. We're working on the activity. Sometimes we need someone who's not in the box, standing on the outside going, oh, if you just moved to the left half a metre, you'd probably be right on track. Other people can see for us that we can't see for ourselves because we're in it. So don't be afraid to ask for help this year. Asking for help is a sign of strength and it will also fast track your success. So I know that we've talked about doing your numbers. We've talked about goals and setting those out and breaking them down and having to-do lists. But I really want you to really focus on what do you need to do to actually make it happen this year? What are the little disciplines you need to bring in daily or weekly? The little bits of consistency. I like to think of them as points of consistency rather than disciplines. I don't know why I have a real negative connotation when I say the word discipline, like I've got to be disciplined on this. It's like it's it's too harsh for me. Whereas I can use, you know, oh, this is a point of consistency. And it just seems to help me realize I've just got to be consistent. It doesn't feel so black and white. And so it helps me to move forward. If you need some help, I'm here for you. I've been doing quite a bit of this in um, the last month or so. A lot of people have just needed like a little top up. They haven't needed a full coaching program. They don't need to go on weekly coaching. They've just needed a single strategy session to really dig in and build and see what's happening. So at the moment, I have a special offer on. So if you need just a one-off coaching session, we can do it via Zoom. Um, You can be anywhere in the world. You don't have to see me personally in face. We can just do it over Zoom. But it's $297. Um, It's normally a 60-minute session, but I'll tell you, allow 90 minutes because we'll never get it done in 60 minutes. It's always an hour and a half. And what I'll do is help you. You walk away from that session with lots of value to help you to, to move forward in your business. But it's not like you're getting locked into a big coaching program. I do have a few people who've done it who've said, oh, can I do a couple more? And it's like, absolutely. But it's a standalone session. It's something to help you really make the most of 2021. And it's going to be tailored to you. What is it that you need? I'm here to help you. I can give you some tips and hints and help you find the best direction forward. So if you're interested at all in doing a one-on-one coaching session with me as just a one-off, and I don't normally offer this, so this is just something special at the moment that I've just done for a couple of people because that's what they've needed. So I thought I'd just let you know about it because, as I said, it's not something that's in my normal suite of services, um, but it is at the moment. Who knows how long I'll do it for? Maybe it's going to become a part of my suite of services forever. If you're interested, um, just send me an email at tracy at tracyleek.com. That email will come directly to me and we can work out if this is right for you. And then also we can book you in a time and get started. I simply just send you an invoice for the payment of it. So we keep it super simple and we can just do it over Zoom. But let me help you. If you think that I'm the person who could add some value to you, then please book in for a strategy session. As I said, it's a one-off session. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Just some little thoughts that I had on the top of my mind at the current time and I really hope that this has helped you and will help you to grow and develop your business this year and also maybe take away a little bit of that overwhelm and stress. 
Remember, little points of consistency every day and every week are going to be the keys. Breaking things down. Don't carry all your problems around in one bucket. Separate them out. Compartmentalize them. But the biggest thing is, is to really make that decision to back yourself. Back yourself and go, right, I am going to make it happen this year. You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs. You're going to have times when you absolutely want to quit. But you know it's going to be worth it. So dig in. You can make it happen. All right, I will talk to you next week. Did you know that nine out of every 10 business owners complain that they simply don't have enough time? I believe that not having enough time is one of the greatest excuses that holds small business owners back from their true potential and the profits they deserve. We've all been taught our entire lives that being in business means working around the clock to achieve success because business is supposed to be hard, right? I believe business should be simple. And this is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Time. I want to show you how to take control back on your time, how to think about time differently, and all with simple strategies that take no time to implement so that you then have the time to create the success you desire. And the best part is the program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.tracyleek.com slash time and we can get started right now.